Hello, beautiful listeners, and welcome to the Banking Bunch podcast. This is the place to get and keep your money right. I'm your host, Casey Freeman, and today's episode is packed with tips and tricks to supercharge your savings and conquer that mountain debt. So buckle up for some financial wisdom. But before we dive in, a quick shout out to our amazing sponsor, the closing team of Benchmark Realty. This real estate group is passionate about your financial well-being and even has a gift for you linked in the show notes. Be sure to get your free homebuyer's guide to secure your real estate future. Now, let's get down to some business. Joining us today is a savvy saver, Tiffany Slater. Tiffany Slater is a friend of mine who has always inspired me to be the best version of myself since the day I met her back in 2012. Most recently, and why she is my first guest on this podcast, is her accomplishment with saving. Tiffany has paid off over $25,000 in less than a year towards her debt. Now she is using her platform to help and encourage others to save money and pay off debt themselves. Give a warm welcome to my friend, Tiffany Slater. Um, I just want to first say thank you so much for like taking the time to talk to me. I know it's been so long since we talked, but hopefully we won't go that long anymore. So thank you so much. Yeah. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. So I've been following like what, like your tips, your money saving tips on TikTok. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I want to just first just know, like, what is your like thought process? Like what made you get on TikTok and give money affirmations? You know, all last year, actually the year before last year. So 2022, um, I decided that like I wanted my social media accounts to be meaningful. Right. Um, and, you know, I had paid off my debt before then. Everyone kept asking me, how did you do it? How did you do it? And, you know, I would like share, you know, this and that. But I mean, it's a lot of things that I did in order to pay off my credit card debt, to pay off my car loans. So I was like, well, why not take it to TikTok, take it to Instagram and just like share like a daily tip of ways to basically get out of debt, you know, decrease your debt increase your income. So that's kind of how I started posting every single day, giving little tips and techniques of how to get be debt free, basically. <laughs> and how much debt did you pay off in what amount of time? So my credit cards, I tackled those debts first because I had a super high interest rate on several of the cards. I think like my TJ Maxx card, it was like 25%. Horrible. Yeah. Yes, I actually used I, to work at TJ Maxx, like as a kid. Oh, yes. And so, uh-huh. I was, oh, like, do you want a TJX rewards card? You could say, like, you know, they give you the spiel to say. And one day mm-hmm. this one was like, do you even know what the interest rate is on this card? And I was like, I've never opened this brochure like ever in my life. And so I opened it. It was like 26.99% at that time. And I was like, holy smokes, like that's a lot of money. So I like didn't push them as much, but yeah. (laughs) Yes, it is. And I think my Walmart credit card was like 20% as well. So I decided to tackle the credit cards first. So I paid off $18,000 in credit card debt. Like when I think about it, I'm like, that is crazy that you had $18,000 and credit card debt alone, just credit card debt, you know? But I was a college student. 
I was trying to survive. So that Walmart credit card got me gas. It got me groceries. And that's the thing. Like, I wasn't even buying, like, designer bags or things like that. Like, I was buying the necessities. You know what I mean? And so I paid up $18,000 from um, on my credit card, credit cards in about eight months. It was about eight months. Then I turned around and I paid off my card. And that was like 6000 that I owed. And I did that in about five weeks. So, yeah. <laughs> so when you think like when I think about paying off anything, right, I just get so overwhelmed. And I'm just like, I'm like, how do you even start to like, other than just saying these are the highest interest rate cards, what are some other tips to like start prioritizing your financial health? I would say actually sit down and write down everything, literally everything. So if you owe your mama some money, your cousin some money, um, car loans, credit card, if you have any medical debt, um, student loans, just write it all down. And for me, the easiest thing was to take the um, debt that had the lowest amount. So the lowest amount and pay that one off. And when you pay that one off, you're like, oh, okay, I got this. And then you go to the next one and pay that one off and just keep going like that until you pay it all off. Now for people who like have multiple cars, how do you like prioritize? Like, okay, yes, the lowest balance, but it's like, okay, but I still got to pay all these other things, at least the minimum. So like- Now you still, yes, you still have to pay the minimum on all of your debts, but you'll try to put a little bit more on that lowest one. So still pay the minimum on all of your debt and then just add a little bit more to that lowest one until you can get that one taken care of. Why was why was paying off all of the debt so important to you to do like and be strategic about? Yeah, um, I think once I got out of college and I realized, hey, I'm making a decent amount of money. However, I'm not seeing my money, you know, because it's going to five different credit cards. It's going to a car note. It's going here and there. It's going everywhere. So it's just like, man, I'm working so hard, you know, 40 plus hours a week. And I can't even treat myself to a nice dinner at Red Lobster. I can't even buy myself, you know, a new pair of work shoes because literally my money is going out to all these debt collectors. So then I finally just sat down. I had an open and honest conversation with one of my sorority sisters, an older sorority sister, and she gave me the Dave Ramsey book. And she's like, here, read this. Like, this is the plan I did. It worked for me. Like, you know, I'm believing and praying it'll work for you. And I'm like, okay, because something has to give. <laughs> so I'm going to try this, you know? <laughs> yeah. And and all that and everything that you've said reminds me of Dave Ramsey. And for me, as a realtor, it's very hard. Like, I get the money saving aspect of Dave Ramsey, but it's very hard, like, as a realtor to say, do the Dave Ramsey program because he doesn't believe in credit, but you need a credit, like you need some sort of credit to purchase property, what? you know? So how do you balance that fine line of like, okay, I'm believing in this program and I want to go completely debt free, but I don't have $400,000 to buy a house with cash. And so I still need to keep some credit. How do you personally like think about that? So with that, I still have my student loans, right? Like I've paid off some of my student loans, but I still have some. So since I 
still have those student loans from back in 2010. Like I still, you know, I still have some that's um that's been incorporated into my debt, right? I'm still paying off that. So every now and then, now and again, I have a Best Buy credit card and I go to Best Buy, I'll buy something, but I'll make sure that I pay it off that month. So then that way it can still, you know, keep my credit showing them that, hey, she's responsible. She's doing all the things she needs to do, keeping my credit limit up um, so that I can, like you said, one day purchase a home because I do not have $400,000 in the bank for me to purchase a new construction bill at this moment. <laughs> so, yes, credit is still definitely to me, credit is still it's still important. You still need it in the society that we're living in. If you're like me and you don't have a lot of money. Yes. <laughs> For sure. That's, that's my yeah. only thing. I'm like, but like, you can't do everything with cash. We can't, you know, the every, I, no, we can't <laughs> do that. Uh, right. I wish, but no. <laughs> so since you read the Dave Ramsey book, any books that you would suggest like that viewers like read or anything to help. Yeah. So Chris Hogan has a book. It's called Everyday Millionaire. And that was the second book that I read after reading Dave Ramsey book. And that book was good too, because it's all about like the mindset, just like shifting your mindset. Um, so that book was really good because it taught me that like, I could be a millionaire. Like it motivated me like Tiffany, you can do it. Like it's not hard. You can do it. Here are the steps. You just have to internally want it and then actually work for it. You know, just like when I tell people about me paying off my credit card debt, paying off the car, they're just like, you know, well, how did you do it? I'm like, it was a lot of sacrifices, a lot of discipline. You know, it was me, you know, missing, you know, my friend's baby shower, you know, still sending a gift, but not being able to go because I had to work or me moving back in with my mother for like three years, you know, <laughs> like it was a lot of different sacrifices. And when you're reading like those self-help books, those motivating books, you know, pertaining to money, it's just like, okay, I could do this. Like, and it's for a short period of time, just, just grind it out, do it. And then you'll, you know, reap the rewards from it, honestly. <laughs> for sure. I think, I think it's like, you know, you know better, but then you see different, right? Because it's just like, it's like, yes, I know that I should be responsible. Yes, I know I should be disciplined, but I also see all these like things that I want, right? And then I want to get my cat, right? And <laughs> like, I just bought a $7, like, and they make it so easy for you to buy things. They really do. So easy. I just bought a $7 so cat fountain from TikTok. Uh -huh. You think she needs that? Absolutely <laughs> not. She does not need that. You know, $7, like we think $7, like, okay, like it's just $7. But in the grand scheme of things, that $7 could be going towards the principle of these cards. Absolutely. I um I was showing my cousin in my budget, because I budget every month. I was showing her that for the month of November, I spent a little bit under $400 eating out and doing fast food. But for December, I only spent $130, you know? So I'm just thinking like, instead of me spending $400, almost $400 in November eating, I could have did that with $200 and then maybe save the other $200 for a down payment for a house or a closing cost for a house, you know what I mean? Instead of just eating all of that money up, you know? Like you said, those $7, well, I mean, you said it was a toy for your cat, but the $7 meals at Burger King, Chick-fil-A, 
they add up. <laughs> they yeah. add up. Yeah. And like, even in New York, like the price for like five guys for one person could be like 15 to 20 bucks for one person. Yeah. That's ridiculous to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I, I, yeah. I have a strong boundary. I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> I agree. I can, I agree. You can go to like the grocery store and get food and meal prep for a week, you know, versus spending all that money daily eating out for lunch and dinner or breakfast and lunch, whatever your choices are. So, yeah, I agree. <laughs> Do you maybe have any tips for like maybe people who feel cash poor um, that are like, I don't know how much further I can stretch my money. Like where can they look in their budget and say, okay, I don't like need this or where where should they start to look for those things? So definitely food. I would say food because like we just said, like going out to eat, um, it adds up. So maybe trying to decrease the amount of times you go to Starbucks and get that $5 coffee, or you go to Chick-fil-A to get that chicken sandwich biscuit, you know? I'll also look into, like, if you have, like, a beauty category, you know, getting your hair done, the lashes, the eyebrows, the nails, the toes, all those things. Maybe, you know, one month you can do all those things, maybe skip the next month, and then go the following month, you know? Do your own eyebrows, do your own nails, embrace, you know, your natural lashes, embrace your natural hair. Um, One of my girlfriends, she got braids done in Atlanta, Georgia, $700 for braids, braids, you know, like, do you know what I can do with $700? Like something other than getting braids, you know? So, but if that's something that you want to do, that's fine. Maybe do it for one month and wait until the other half of the year to get it done again. It's ways we can decrease our spending. You know, you just have to look and just see, okay, where, where's all my money going? But if you're not writing it down, then you won't know, or you'll just be, you know, you'll just be guessing, you know, but if you have a budgeting app, you can look and be like, oh man, I spent, you know, X amount of dollars going out, you know, to bars this month. Let me change that. So, yeah, definitely look at food. I think food is like a big one for a lot of people. A lot of people. Um, I think all of this is like so good. I love talking about money. I love money math. I love I love the finance things. Um, (laughs) I think like back in the day, my mom taught me how to like balance a checkbook. Right. And so then, like, she's in finance too. So that's why. <laughs> okay. So like I would spend time like writing down like each item that I swipe for my card. But now that I'm older, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I can see my card like on this like app. And so I'm not like even tracking my individual, the time I went to Dunkin' or the time like, mm-hmm. you know, that I am doing little stuff that adds up. I'm like, oh, that account balance looks right. And now it's like, I don't even look, I don't even look at I'm like, I'm like, Jesus, I know I'm, I should be ashamed, you know, like, I know. I should <laughs> yeah. So mentally, how do I get over the hump of, I know that I'm not doing right. And I know that I need to like, look at it because the looking is overwhelming. Yeah. So first I want to say your mom is awesome. You know, I don't remember my mom sitting down showing me how to balance a checkbook. I remember her doing hers, but I don't remember her sitting down showing me how to do it. I do not remember 
taking any courses, you know, in middle school, high school, telling me how to balance a checkbook. Um, so kudos, you know, to your mom for doing that for you. Um, but I think it's just, once again, it has to be something internal. Like you just have to be just like sick and tired and fed up. And you're just like, okay, look, I'm going to do this. I'm going to sit down, you know, whether it takes me 15 minutes or an hour and I'm going to write everything down, see where everything's going, see how I can, you know, manage my money better, decrease my um, expenses, increase my income. Because that's another thing, like a lot of people, you know, they feel as if they can't decrease their expenses, which is understandable. So then it's just like, OK, let's look at ways where you can increase your income. Right. Uber. When I was in grad school, girl, I drove for Uber. Drove for Uber. I worked at Taco Bell. I have friends that do DoorDash, friends that do Instacart. And I mean, these are people who have other jobs, other nine to five jobs, but they're doing these things in order to increase their income because, you know, maybe they want to, you know, save for a trip or maybe they want to save for a down payment for a home or, you know, do some renovations in their home, whatever it is. They just found ways to get a side hustle in order to increase their income to help them reach um, their financial goal. Yeah, you are so right. I I need to work <laughs> that. I feel like I'm asking questions and checking myself all at the same time, right? Um, <laughs> earlier, you had mentioned like having I I'm I'm going to use the term kind of an accountability person. Like you had someone that you sat down and, and they introduced the Dave Ramsey program to you. Do you think that that was beneficial? like to your experience? Absolutely. Because if it wasn't for her, I don't know if I would have paid off the debt. I don't know if I would have paid off the debt in that time frame that I did, you know? Um, I know like at that point, I was just so tired of working and giving my money away. I didn't know what to do. So I think just like having some type of guidance from someone who has actually did it and they were successful, it's like, okay, if she can do it, you can do it too. <laughs> you know, you can do it too. And then you read his book and he talks about the millions of people that he has helped become debt-free. You go to the podcast, you know, you watch the videos, you see the people doing their debt-free scream. And it's just like, wow, those are real people. You go to his social media, you see where people, you know, have tagged him and they're telling their story and they're, they're thanking him and his team, all this. It's like, man, okay, if all these people can do it, why can't you do it, right? Why can't you do it? So I think having her kind of, you know, push me a little bit, you know, she gave me the book. I didn't have to pay for the book. That really helped. That really helped for sure. Absolutely. What are maybe your top three affirmations? Because you said that you really like got in the mindset if they could do it, I could do it. And you really like have parts and like honed in on the affirmations thing. What are my, what how what are some affirmations to get me or anyone to change their mind about their finances? Yeah. Um, just believing that you can do it. You can absolutely do it. Truly believing in your heart that, hey, like I'm in this situation, but this does not have to be my story. You know, this does not have to be my story. And then also thinking about your future. You know, if you have the desires to, you know, get married or if you have the desires to have kids or buy pets, like they're going to need some type of financial support. Right. So thinking about the future of <laughs> the feel like your cat that just got the seven dollar toy from TikTok. Like you want to be able to, you know, give your cat the, the nice 
the finer things in life, you know? <laughs> so believe in that as well. Like, hey, I have people that's dependent on me and my finances. So, you know, I need to get right now, get it together now so that in the future, I'll be able to, you know, give them the things that they, they want and need, you know? And then like me personally, I think about my mom, like I would love to give back to my mom. Right. So I would love to be able to, you know, once a year, take her on a trip or, you know, buy her a new car, get her a new house, something, you know? So those are kind of three things that I would say, you know, just believing in yourself, in your heart that you can definitely get out of debt. Like I'm a normal person. Okay. With a normal job. Okay. I did it. You can do it too. I mean, I still have student loans, but, but you, you get what I'm saying. <laughs> and then just thinking about the future, how you could, you know, help other people. And then, you know, one more thing that I think about too, when you're not in so much debt, you don't have to work so much. You know, it's a lot of people who are working 40 hours, 60 hours, you know, they don't get to travel. They don't get to spend time with their family and friends, all this, because they're working so much and they're working so much because they need the money to basically survive, right? To survive. But once you've paid off those credit cards dead and then you see your bank account is just going up, 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 up. You're just like, dang, okay, well, I can call out. I don't have to work full time. <laughs> I can work part time. I can work PRN, you know? And honestly, since I became debt free, I no longer work full time. I work PRN. So PRN is when you pick when you work, which is really nice really, really nice. But I'm in the situation where I can do that. Some people aren't in that situation. Some people have to work 40 hours a week in order to, you know, meet their needs. This is one of my final, one of my final questions. Do you think that that has helped your mental health? Because you're like, oh, like. Absolutely. Absolutely. Not only has it helped my mental health, it's helped me physically because now since I'm not working so much, I have time to go to the gym. You know, I have time to take walks. You know, it's helping with like um, me spending time with my my friends and family. I have time to, you know, go visit my grandmother. I have time to go, you know, travel and visit girlfriends and do things like that because I don't have to work 40 hours a week. <laughs> I get to pick when I work. It's, it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. And I hope people have, you know, others have that freedom too of choosing when they get to work versus, you know, having to work because, you know, you have to pay all these bills. Yeah. yeah. Good question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been, I've been, oh, I've been wanting to talk to you about this like for a long time. And I just like never really like Felt like I had the opportunity. Not that I had, didn't have the opportunity because I have your direct number and all of your contacts, right? Yes. But I feel like the gems that you have, every time I see your like a video pop up, I'm like, dang. And sometimes I've been guilty of scrolling past because I wasn't ready to hear to receive the message. <laughs> I wasn't ready to say yeah. that day. You know, I really wasn't. Um, that's so <laughs> that maybe I didn't ask that you want to share that you were like I want to make sure to like give this point like something that maybe I didn't ask mm, let me think um, get the Dave Ramsey book I know we talked about it but I say get the book I mean there are a lot of other money books out there but I feel like they all basically use Dave Ramsey uh, theory or approach, they just worded a little differently, you know? Um, so I say, get his book, listen to his podcast. If you can't afford the book, the podcast is free. Go on YouTube, go to Instagram, um, and just look and see, you know, other people's success stories and just know that that can and will be you. Just got to put in the work. That's it. 
a little work. A um, little work. <laughs> where can people find you, hang out with you, and receive your affirmations? Absolutely. So my Instagram is t.slater. That's S-L-A-T-R. Um, my TikTok, I think my TikTok is the same thing, t.slater. <laughs> That's where I'm at. What's next for you? Like in this month? Oh, what is next for me? Um, I'm still paying off my student loans. Still trucking along with my student loans. That has just been a very slow process. But I tell myself, baby steps. Baby steps. Baby steps. So student loans, hopefully get a house. So maybe you and I can chat offline your girl need, I need a house because the apartment, the rent is just, it's going up. Yeah. It's going up. It's a mortgage. Okay. It it's is. A mortgage. <laughs> it is. It really is. Yeah. Um, so by for sure. Now that was some fantastic advice from my girl, Tiffany. Thank you so much again for sharing those invaluable tips. Now, my biggest takeaway is that financial freedom is within your reach. Take these tips to heart and let's all build a brighter financial future together. And now that's a wrap for today's episode of the Banking Bunch podcast. Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss an episode. Check out the show notes to make sure that you get that free gift from our sponsor, okay? And be sure to follow me as well as Tiffany on social media. Until the next time, stay tuned and stay financially savvy.